0: Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Salvi Samer, how are we doing this week?
1: Doing well. It's, uh, it's February, which means it's typically the coldest month, and we're already experiencing that, I think, in both of our environments today. And uh, it also means that the Super Bowl is coming up. Right around the corner.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if we can actually say Super Bowl without getting in trouble. Oh, you're right. But
1: yeah, we'll bleep that out. <laughs>
0: maybe we're not big enough yet, but it, it is so funny around this time to see so many references to the big game. You know, it's like Best Buy will be like, it's the big game sale. <laughs> it's like, wow. You're People right. People don't right. know what you're talking about. Like That's enough of a cover legally <laughs> to like get away with whatever you're doing. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I do have the written consent. No, I don't have the written consent of <laughs> of the NFL and its broadcast partners.
0: <laughs> Roger Goodell's a family friend. I put in a call. We're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a little Super Bowl mix here. Uh, it, you know, if you go back and listen to last year's Super Bowl mix, we took songs from uh, the cities of the two participants. So last year it was Cincinnati and Los Angeles. This year, I don't know how you felt, but I feel like from a music standpoint, like a lot more choices. Philadelphia and Kansas City have have rich musical histories.
1: They really do, yeah. I I was kind of surprised. I mean, Philadelphia, I wasn't surprised by because uh, you know it's like it's a large city, and and um, that's a little bit typical. You know, typically easier to find like musicians coming from that. But Kansas City was, I was like, wow, there's there's like a really long <laughs> list of well-known musicians and bands. Um, and that's why it's funny. I really like this exercise because it's kind of a random way to discover like where people are from and, and you know, what their origin story was. And um, I think, you know, all across the country, this is my takeaway. People come from everywhere. And I think that's like the magic of, of the United States is it doesn't really matter where, where you're born. Like you can you can become a talent and a force uh, in, in your industry. So it's really cool.
0: Yeah, really neat. Um, just all the different people from these places, all the songs that have been written about these cities. So, um, really cool. The other cool thing, I mean, actually, I hate it because I'm a Dallas fan, but I mean, the city of Philadelphia, they went to the MLS Cup final, they went to the World Series. Um, now they're going to the Super Bowl. The 76ers have a chance of going to go into the NBA finals this year. I mean, that's just incredible. Like the run that they're having in that city with their sports teams. And in Kansas City, it's their third Super Bowl in five years. So, I mean, it's really... <laughs> I know. It, it's crazy, these two uh, meeting here, that one of them is going to get um, really another championship because both have recently won Super Bowls, but also just other other titles.
1: Yeah, Philly is, is definitely having such a run. Um, on SNL the other day, they had a skit where uh, Keenan Thompson was like, oh, South Philly's on fire, which means that the Eagles lost or they won. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you just never really know but they're always out there (laughs) they've got a great fan base
0: (laughs) well speaking of philadelphia they're going to start off our mix here because your first pick um was some guys pretty clearly from the city of philadelphia the song is motown philly by boys to men
1: yeah uh, this was a top of mind pick for me whenever, you know, I had to pick songs from Philadelphia. This was actually off of our first guest mix. So Mary Padian put this on her mix way back in season one. I think that was our third or fourth episode of the entire show. Still a great episode. Um, always worth checking out and, and seeing the great mix that she put together for us. Um, I mean, it's been, yeah, it's been a while since I've listened to it. And just like I think I said on that first episode, every time I listen to it, I'm like, this is a great song. Um, (laughs) It's like, it's still awesome today. I think it's a song that is just lasted the test of time. It just sounds so smooth. It has like such a great rhythm. Um, You know, the lyrics are awesome. I really like that. Basically, the song is just them describing how they became a group and like their own musical history. So like in in verse two, you know, he sings like back in school, we used to dream about this every day. Could it really happen or do dreams just fade away? Then we started singing and they said, it sounds so smooth. And we started a group and here we are kicking it just for you. And it's like, that's great. What a nice little musical history right there in the song. I didn't have to dig very far.
0: (laughs) It's like the opening theme to a TV show, right? Where they explain (laughs) everything that you're about to see. Like, here's the whole backstory. (laughs) We don't have to get creative with the script, right? Like everything's right there.
1: A lot of exposition, yes. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> it's its really evident what they're talking about here. Although I'm certain that someone on the internet thinks that this is a song about sex or drugs. Of course, right? <laughs> of course, there's got to be.
0: it has got to be. But yeah, this song, it, it's also really unique for their catalog too because their massive hits ended up being these really smooth R&B songs, you know, like End of the Road and One Sweet Day, the collaboration with Mariah Carey. Like they did so many of these... And their voices are incredible. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it should be that way. But yeah, this one still works, but it is so different. Like, so if this was, I know this was my first introduction to Voiced Men. It was everybody's. This was like their first massive hit. And then you get into their album and everything's very different from this song. So it really shows their range, but also it's interesting because like, this is how everyone was introduced to them. And then we had a very different uh, experience from there. Yeah,
1: no, you're absolutely right. All right. So the way that we've done this mix is we've done Philadelphia and then we're going to bring in a Kansas City song. So it's kind of a verses throughout. So this is uh, your first Kansas City pick, and it is I'll Never Fall in Love Again by Mr. Burt Baccarat and Elvis Costello.
0: Yeah. So Burt Bacharach is from Kansas City, and I chose this version that is from the third Austin Powers movie. Um, because Austin Powers has, you know, Burt Bacharach and Elvis Costello just randomly show up and sing this song. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I mean, Burt Bacharach, if, if you've never heard of him and some people may not have out there, but like, just do a deep dive into his songwriting catalog, because I guarantee there's a song that you love or know really well that he has written. He's written so many great songs. Um, and so this is one of them. And yeah, you get the help of Elvis Costello's voice on there, um, making it, I don't know, maybe even better. Um, but that's what kind of Bird Bacharach did. But I also thought thematically it works, too, because, I mean, if you've ever had a team that you root for lose in the championship, like the heartache is just, I mean, you really do feel like you'll never fall in love again. Like you just don't want to be that deeply invested in a team when they let you down.
1: Right. I mean, you're talking to every single Dallas Cowboys fan right now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
0: every season we go through this, and there's so much hope in the preseason. And there's always that one game where they like beat a good team during the year. Right. And we, we think this is it. And then, and then here we are. There's two different I games know. in the Super Bowl.
1: I know. Yeah. Fire <laughs> all the coaches. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I immediately thought of Austin Powers whenever I hit play on the song. I I know the exact scene. I think they're on top of a bus and he just randomly appears on this tour bus and he's got the <laughs> piano there and everything. Um, but yeah, what's funny is that I I really like this song and I always thought of it as like a happy song. But then the lyrics are kind of rough, right? Because it really is like he's just thinking like, oh, what good is love? You know, what do you get? You just get lies and pain and sorrow. Um, although I do like that at the very end he, he ends it by saying, So at least until tomorrow I'll never fall in love again. Right. And to your point, I, I think like that is the journey of a lot of fans. It's like you can really <laughs> really be down on your team. And you're like, that's it. I'm never going to root for them again. And then next season you're like, okay, this, this is our year. This is, this is going to be it.
0: That's right. You you watch the hard knocks documentary on HBO. You're like, yeah, we really got our act together this year. They, they've edited this well. This is great.
1: Might need a new point after kicker though. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's talk of maybe a new kicker. Who knows? Right. Doesn't really matter. Does it? Um, All right. Well, track three, we go back to Philadelphia and your pick was "Desperate Youth by Santa Gold.
1: Yeah. So I didn't know Santa Gold is from Philadelphia. So this was a cool discovery Um, and has such a catchy opening beat. Uh, It just pulls you right into the rest of the song. It's always my experience with the song. This is, you know, a category of artists that I'm always like, oh, yeah, I really, really like her music. Like I and it's not it's not a top of mind artist for me just in my own library. But every time I I rediscover her her catalog, um, have a lot of fun listening to it. So I spent some time listening to a lot of her, you know, a lot of her songs as I was making this mix. But the reason I like this one too, uh, you know, in the, in the context of, of sports is this one is really just about overcoming adversity, uh, as she says, and defining who you are rather than who others say you should be. So I really like that. Um, you know, in, in the context of achieving anything, like it's, we, thematically talk a lot about songs that kind of push you to be who you are and kind of break free and and let yourself be you and let all that shine through. So I really, really like that. But I just love the love the sound of the song. And I think her voice is great. Um, you know, and she wrote this many, many years ago. And then I think in 2012, she had an interview where she was talking about kind of reflecting on the song and, and that time period and just saying like, she felt that things were changing. And there was like a lot of tension under the surface. Um, and things were happening and like an awakening was happening and we needed to fix a lot of things and as i always say whenever we look back at songs written a while ago talking about things needing to be fixed i'm happy to report we fixed everything like you know these 11 years <laughs> later <laughs> everything is perfect everything's so. <laughs> perfect now yes we're happy to report that <laughs>
0: yeah that is great yeah this one's really cool and and i think just the uh you know, you talk about sort of forgetting about this. I find that happens to me when it's someone whose genre does not kind of fit a standard box, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's maybe her music here. Is that you know you're not necessarily going to hear a lot of it on the radio or anything like that, but such a cool sound and uh, yeah, perfect thematically for you know Super Bowl participants here. And you know you, you gotta you gotta get after your dreams and, and make them happen.
1: All right, so onto your one this one could be like a chant that that happens at the at the Super Bowl itself but it is Kansas City hey 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 by the Beatles
0: yeah the Beatles of course from Kansas City Missouri (laughs) naturally yeah hold on I'm being handed a note here that okay sorry they are not actually from Kansas City Missouri okay I apologize Um, no, the Beatles have always said, like, if you've seen any of their documentaries or read up on them, they were so heavily influenced by Chuck Berry and little Richard. Like they, they love that music. And I heard this song and I was like, yeah, this is like their tribute, their attempt to kind of replicate that, you know, and you get Paul McCartney, like trying to, you know, make his voice sound like little Richard. It was really uh, amazing. Now, Um, I looked this up. Our friends at the Ranking the Beatles podcast actually did an episode about this very song in November, and they had this as the number 132 um, best Beatles song. Nice. That's like middle
1: of the pack, right? Right.
0: I was like, this is pretty good. And and I enjoyed (laughs) listening to it, but it was not one that I knew about firsthand until I started researching music about Kansas City, and I stumbled upon this song but um yeah they they ranked it pretty highly but i think it was because of uh, the clear influences um of some people they've they've you know always cited in their history
1: yeah i mean i can safely say i had i had no idea the song existed this is not a top of mind beatles song um you know for someone who's not like a super hardcore beatles fan like obviously i'm super aware of them i've listened to a lot of their music but i think no one would really go to this song whenever they you know think of the beatles Um, But it is really interesting. It's very different uh, from a lot of stuff. So you definitely see the influence in in them trying to bring in like the Little Richard sound and and that that big sound uh, into their own music uh, thing. It's you know, I think we've said this before, but it really is incredible how short lived the Beatles were as a band, but how like monumental an impact they were on music and and what they were able to do in in these handful of albums really um, in in a number of years. So it's pretty impressive.
0: Well, it's also amazing, too, how even in that short time span, and I don't know if that was a function of the time period or just them, like they churned out a lot of work, whether it was actually published on studio, studio albums or not. Like there, there's just a lot of material there. And and yeah, that's what I wonder when we, we dig into some of these bands sometimes. It's just like, how many songs are out there that they've got recordings for that just never saw the light of day? You know, I just think right. that's fascinating sometimes. Um all right, so your next pick and everyone should know this one. Um it is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air by DJ Jazzy Jeff and The Fresh Prince.
1: Yes, I mean, this was how could this not go in a Philadelphia based mix? <laughs> um <laughs> We can we can all relate to, you know, being born raised in West in West Philly. Um so DJ Jazzy Jeff of course is a Philly native, uh, has a lot of great songs. I picked this one just because it's probably one of the most well-known songs that has his name attached to it. Um, you know, uh, I think what's really funny now is the uh, so the lyrics of the song and, and the whole premise of the show, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, is that he gets into a fight in Philadelphia. So then his you know his mom sends him to go live in L.A. But now I would argue that maybe getting, <laughs> because of what happened in L.A., he needs to go back to Philadelphia because it seems like he got into a, a pretty <laughs> famous fight. <laughs>
0: okay I love this I love this okay so because Peacock has this new version of like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air they created like this dramatic version of it right but you're proposing like (laughs) the real Fresh Prince Will Smith like gets in trouble after this Oscar incident and gets shipped back to West Philadelphia it's just like well we don't want (laughs) to meet (laughs) it (laughs) <laughs> this is like a this is like let's a Better right Call back. Saul thing. Maybe he ends up in like Omaha, Nebraska, and it's right, like, All right. right. We got to rebuild there. You know,
1: <laughs> that could be a really good spinoff. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Peacock, if you're listening, we're here. Yeah, and Will <laughs> we Smith. are. I'm guessing right. he's
0: listening, and uh,
1: you know, he might need a project, kind of a pick me up. Like, let's go back into <laughs> <the> comedy. Well, <laughs> the other thing I really appreciated about this song is that it has. Like the full story of how he w- got over. I was always bothered in the in the show credits where, basically, like Will Smith gets into a cab, and then it's kind of unclear because it seems like the cab took him all the way from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not how cabs work. Like, <laughs> there's no way. But in this song, he explains that he's actually on a first class flight over yeah, there, and then right. he gets the cab. That's right. yes. And I was like, well, okay, you know, that seems that makes a lot more sense, but anyway i'm glad that 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 was finally answered for me as as a fan of the show
0: yeah yep episode one they play the full version so you get the full exposition almost like motown philly being boys first single so it's like we're gonna I tell see. you everything right here and then from then on it was shortened because obviously they can't run a full-length song at the beginning of a yeah. television show every week but Um, yeah, you're right. Full exposition. I mean, this is the second Philly, uh, reference we've had here where they just write this song. That's telling you everything about their lives. And maybe there's a little, maybe that's where all the anger comes from. There's a lot of oversharing in Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: perhaps. (laughs) All right. Well, let's bring it back to Kansas city here with the appropriately named title again, Kansas city by Wilbert Harrison.
0: Yeah, so this song was really interesting because I've always known this song, right? Like this was on the oldie stations growing up. Um, so this was written by two guys named Jerry Lee, and Mike Stoller, and it was released in 1952. These two guys had never been to Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> but what they were trying to do is replicate what they called the Philadelphia sound. And so really interesting tie-in to the mix because... Here's a song titled Kansas City about the city, Kansas City, but it was influenced by the Philadelphia sound. So I just thought it was really (laughs) interesting that these guys are too tied in. And specifically, they cite Big Joe Turner, who makes an appearance later on the mix. So um, I thought that was really interesting um, that there was this tie in. But this song has been re-recorded by like, you know, Fats Domino, Little Richard, James Brown, all these big artists. But it is this version, the Wilbert Harrison version that ended up being like the top charting single version of this song. And kind of, I think the one that's, that's made me lasted the most because I think anyone who knows this song, this is the version that you think of.
1: Yeah, it is. um, I'm not sure if I'd heard this or not. It sounded vaguely familiar to me, but I really enjoyed it. And I love the sound of it. Um, It's like a, a time capsule song of the fifties. I I think like that's, that's, you know, exactly where I kind of jumped to. And, and, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I think there's I love that. I didn't realize that that connection with like the Philadelphia song sound being written about Kansas City having never gone to Kansas City. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to kind of flip order a little bit, but we're staying with Philadelphia versus Kansas City. So your uh, next Philadelphia pick is Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John. Yeah, this was the
0: first song that came to mind uh, when I thought of Philadelphia, right? It was Philadelphia Free- Freedom. Um, first of all, it's off um, the album with maybe one of the greatest album names ever. It's called Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy.
1: It's really good.
0: It's really good, right? Like that's a really good album title. So Elton John's longtime writing partner, Bernie Taupin, <laughs> they wrote this in 1976, which was around the time the United States turned 200 years old. Okay. So that was some of the influence here was this, this bicentennial celebration. But on top of that, the Philadelphia freedom were part of what was called the world, um, was a world, world team tennis was this league, Mm -hmm. right. Where they had all these like tennis stars, you know, going around and it was almost trying to create like an NFL version of tennis, you know, and I think they even have something today like that. But um, that was the name of their team in Philadelphia, Philadelphia Freedom. And the best player on the team was also the best player in the world and a good friend of Elton John, and that was Billie Jean King. And so Billie Jean King and Elton John were like friends. And so he wrote this song and the name was inspired by, you know, the Philadelphia Freedom, which was this uh, tennis team. And... um Anyway, it's just a great song. I love the energy. It's also got kind of that Philadelphia sound to it, like that was definitely an influence. But I think it often gets mistaken be, based on the release date for like just this super patriotic song, but it was really more of a tribute to Billie Jean King and and the Philadelphia Freedom.
1: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I I didn't know about the the tie into the bicentennial, but definitely was reading about the the tie into Billie Jean King. The thing that makes me always laugh about you know, songs like this, where you've got like Elton John being friends with, uh, you know, Billie Jean King, a a famous tennis player, and he's, you know, a famous musician. It's like, is there just like a chat room that all these famous people are in together and they're just becoming (laughs) like, we're becoming friends with one another. Like, I I don't understand how this works, but they seem, they seem to all know each other. (laughs) That is funny.
0: Yeah. I wonder if, you know, you get to a certain level where it's like, all right, well, hey, you're ready to meet Tom Cruise. Come on. Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh my god this is whoa this is you've, happening i'm that famous you've unlocked
1: you've unlocked tom cruise level and yeah it's like a leveling
0: thing in video games if you just yes. sort of kind of work your way
1: up celebrity wise and then it's like oh well now you know this guy of course <laughs> Who who would be at the top? Like Morgan Freeman is like the last person you meet, like because he, he's always like the voice of God, right? I think he's got such an, it's such a long career. Maybe he's the he's the last one. Yeah, that would be
0: interesting. <laughs> who is the last person on that level? Because obviously there are some who are maybe older, who are legendary, but might might have fallen ill, so you don't really want to meet them. You know, not, sure. Not, you know that sounds bad, but I think everyone understands what I mean there. And then you've got, um, yeah, who is that person? Am I, Morgan Freeman's a good one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was the top of mind for me, yeah. <laughs>
0: as far as that would be really cool to me. Yeah, then we'd have to think about that one. Um, all right, so speaking of celebrities who all just know each other, this next song has a, a number of them. And uh, you go with Face Off by Tech 9 Joey Cool, King Iso, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
1: He might actually be the last level. He might be like the most <laughs> the most impressive person to meet once you're very famous. I mean, we've talked about The Rock before. What a dude. Like he does everything. It's kind of amazing. He's um I actually think he'd make a great guest on on Shark Tank, like a great guest shark cuz um you know they they bring on random like other successful people in various industries and he he's definitely very successful. And here he is, you know, as we talked about whenever this first came on the mix, we featured it a little while ago, I think on a new music mix. Um, kicking off his rapping career, you know, like who why not? Why not throw in a rapping career on top of everything else that he's yeah, done? He's got nothing else going, um, right? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, Tech Nine is from Kansas City, which I learned. I did not know that. Um I absolutely love Tech Nine's music. This is another group where Every time I'm reminded of it, I end up just spending like an hour listening to a lot of his his music. It especially if you've got like kind of a let's say an angrier energy, like a more a more excited state, um his music is great <laughs> for that. Like I feel like you just want to like lift weights whenever you listen to to his music. You just want to get the energy out and and start going. So I think that that's, you know, very appropriate for for a a Super Bowl mashup. What I really especially love you know to pick on the rock here in this one is that he ends it by drinking his tequila again and like plugging that because i he's he's just always he's always selling and it's awesome so i respect that
0: <laughs> that is true yeah because i mean he could have just come in i wonder if that was a condition for him coming in right it's like right yes, i'm yeah. gonna come and do the verse and i'm gonna give a shout out to my tequila at the end and of course who's gonna be like no way man Uh, uh-uh, i gotta draw the line <laughs> exactly because <laughs> he's got like a trillion like instagram followers or whatever yes. so it's like it's gonna be good for you for him to be on this track right and then on top of the fact he's like six four, three hundred 300 pounds right so who's gonna sure. be like hey
1: man all right just stand down okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> he famously works out three times a day he wakes up at four thirty every day like yeah this is not someone you want to to argue with um hey Dwayne, if you're listening, you know, you're welcome to plug tequila on our show all you want. Yes, plug you can... <laughs> all the
0: businesses. Okay. Zoa, the energy drink, the XFL's coming out. I mean, we will hit yeah. up all of it, Dwayne, if you want to come on the show. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, no conditions. No whatever con- you want. No conditions.
0: <laughs> we should have a list of no conditions guests where it's like
1: if they come on, we're just like, yeah, whatever they want to say. We don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, Track nine for for your Philadelphia pick is a solid one. I had to be on the mix, as you said. I have the tiger by Survivor.
0: Yeah. So um, I had, you know, so Samra and I were trying to come up with six Philadelphia songs, six Kansas City songs. So each of us could only pick three of each. And one of the songs that came to mind was Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen, right? Of course, because I want to get Bruce Springsteen on the mix. But then I'm like, this is such a sad song.
1: (laughs) It's a very sad song. (laughs)
0: And it would have led to me excluding um, Rocky altogether from uh, the Philadelphia side of things. And so I was like, I had to get this on, had to put Eye the Tiger on here. And pretty appropriate for, I mean, I would say the Philadelphia Eagles because Super Bowl champions, you know, not too long ago. And then, you know, a couple of years later, they're one of the worst teams in the league. And then here they are back in the Super Bowl. OK, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I don't know how franchises do this. OK, and make this work yeah. where it's like you can go away <laughs> and then come back. You know, I, I don't know why you don't just try to win 10 games every year and flame out in the playoffs, but whatever right like i guess it's a thing i guess it's a thing teams do (laughs) anyway i had the tiger the theme from rocky three i think was very appropriate here and just an amazing song um it'll probably appear again down the line in like motivational mixes or whatnot for us but um had to include it here as we talk about philadelphia
1: yeah, it's definitely an evergreen song. Like you can pop this on a lot of different things. I think like you could do a karaoke mix with this and and people are going to love it. Like it's pretty it's pretty sing sing-alongable. Um, I would be hard pressed to find also a more iconic opening to a song, you know, like this. These opening notes, everyone knows what you're about to play and yeah. everyone like immediately understands the song and, and like thinks of the scene and Um, like the only other thing I could think of is like maybe ACDC's like Thunderstruck or Queens. We will rock you like both of those also have very, very iconic openings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like absolutely love this one. And, you know, I also really started digging into the lyrics and I realized like this one line where he sings so many times it happens too fast. You trade your passion for glory and that kind of like, I, I've never really paid attention to the words. Cause again, I'm only ever thinking about like the beat, but I really like that because I think that does happen sometimes. It's like, you, you, you do forget why you're doing something and you're just seeking the glory and then you kind of just hate it. Um, so maybe that's the difference. Maybe, maybe Philadelphia is just a very, very passionate, uh, team and a very passionate sports fan. And maybe the problem with the Cowboys is like, they just, uh, they want the glory, and so they're trading their passion for it. So that's, that's why they're not playing that way in, on the field. I don't know.
0: Maybe. maybe I don't know. We're not, <laughs> we're not here to dissect Dallas Cowboy problems, right? We're here to- Although
1: we could talk about it all day we long. Could.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a lot to unpack there, but we, uh, yeah, we'll try to stay focused. Want we'll to try to stay focused. Um, all right. So your next pick, you go with Shake, Rattle, and Roll by Big Joe Turner.
1: So yeah, so this is a Kansas City resident and a very well-known one. Um, this is like also kind of that turning point of like blues and jazz starting to kind of turn into rock and roll. And and there's like covers of this song that that really take that to that next level. Um, this one, funny enough, is apparently a song about sex. So this one actually is <laughs> like a song about sex. And I had I had no idea. I used to love this. I used to listen to the oldies station a lot as a kid. And I just love the beat of this one, especially the cover of this one that came a little bit later. Um and yeah, I had no idea that that's kind of what, what he's describing here, but it makes all the sense in the world now that I've read the lyrics. <laughs> so unlike many of the other songs, Internet, I do believe you when you say that this one is actually about sex. <laughs> well,
0: and and that was kind of the funny thing about songs from like the 50s and 60s is that they all sound so innocent, right? Like I, I used right. to listen to the old East Station too, and just so many songs that I'm familiar with you go back and listen to the lyrics and it's like, oh my, this is kind of dark. Like this is, but again, there's not like the explicit, uh, nature of it that, that maybe some of the songs now have. So, um, yeah, I, I'd buy that listening to this song. I'm like, okay, yeah, (laughs) that's, that's reasonable. No (laughs) one's digging too deep on that one, but yeah, similar to Wilbert Harrison's Kansas city. I mean, this one was covered by, and you, you kind of referred to or alluded to Bill Haley in the comments, I think was maybe the bigger version of this song. Mm-hmm. And then even Elvis Presley did a version of this song as well. But yeah, I like that you included the original one. Big Joe Turner deserves a little love here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Home stretch here. Track 11, uh, your final Philadelphia pick is the I-76 by G-Love and Special Sauce.
0: Yeah. So G-Love and Special Sauce are from Philadelphia and Pretty much just wrote this song about, you know, growing up in Philly in their childhood. And they make a ton of references to Philadelphia and uh, the Philadelphia 76ers specifically who won the title in 83. And um, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's, it's a really funny song. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, this is this is hilarious and uh, just love the energy of it. And uh, they even talk about how expensive it was to build I-76. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's just great. And someone from Philly probably appreciates it, you know, a hundred times more than I ever would. But um, even even I like, I mean, I've only been to Philly like once. And even I love this song.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's so funny. It could be like a, a civil engineer's like anthem because it's like a song <laughs> entirely about an interstate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like written
0: by the city. It was like commissioned to be like, hey, we need, right. we need people to use the, this road. We've built it. Okay, Let's. The,
1: the Department of Transportation absolutely commissioned this song. I mean, like the chorus is because if you got to get downtown real quick, then the only way to go is <laughs> <Yeah>. I-76. <laughs> and then
0: they're even like, now, if you want a more scenic view, okay, take right. the river. And it's like, wait, what are you doing? Are you giving directions? Like, what is happening exactly. here? Exactly. <laughs>
1: a very special song by by G love and special sauce so good
0: uh, all right well let's bring it home here track 12 you went with blurry by puddle of mud
1: yeah oh my god I was so excited to see that puddle of mud is from it's from Kansas City <laughs> because I mean I don't know when I would have ever brought in the fact that I used to listen to these guys like back in high school with all the all the angst and the feels that come through. Uh, This is from 2001. So I was definitely like right smack in the middle of high school. Um, You know, these lyrics, Matt, they are, you would talk about poetry and songs. I just want to read you the opening verse here. Everything's so blurry and everyone's so fake and everybody's empty and everything is so messed up. I mean, if that doesn't hit you right in your heart, I I don't know. (laughs) Everything is so messed up, Matt. <laughs> well, and
0: I thought I well, well done. First of all, the song's over twenty years old, which I was like blown away by, right? Because I feel like this song I, I don't know, I've always known this song, right? It's it's everywhere, it's yeah. still gets radio play. But also I was like, you know what? This works as the last song because some, you know, one of these two teams is gonna be feeling that way at the end of this game, yes. right? like right. you just lost the super bowl i mean everything's blurry right that, that can, you, yeah. can you make it go away right
1: <laughs> no kidding um crazy enough this is actually about his struggles as a parent um and and i guess you know specifically being like a yeah just being a parent and struggling with that and so another another potential mix of like father's day songs that are actually <laughs> just really sad <laughs> like struggling to be a father in this world I had no idea. We
0: we still need to get on you know, writing those more positive Father's Day songs that we always promised. You're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the world needs that. They do. They do. There are good dads out there. There There definitely are.
0: All right. Well, there you have it, another super awesome mix for your collection. This time one to get you ready for Super Bowl fifty seven, Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, whichever side you're rooting for, um, you know, either way, come back and listen to us because we're going to get ready for our next mix. So for Samer, this is Matt, and we'll see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM.